What is good? Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. We are at what? December 31st, the last day of 2023. Got my boy, Obed, in the building as always. Good with with you, man. Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year to you too, sir. This is a fantastic uh, one, two, three, one, two, three date that we have here today that will only happen for the next Mm. hundred years. Mm. So if you missed it, sorry. Wow. Wow. I didn't even think about that like that. Yeah. Very, yeah, it's just uh, I can't I can't, I just can't believe twenty twenty three is over, yo. I it's, it it t- flew by, you know. Oh it's like we were t- we were just talking how it was like blazing hot in the summer, and now you know Christmas is gone, New Year's is here, you know, and now mm-hmm. we're about to be mm-hmm. on to twenty twenty four, man. It's uh, I feel like as we get older, time goes by a little bit faster. You know what I mean? You I would kinda, agree. Our it slips a little more from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, any big New Year's Eve plans for you tonight, man? Any uh, or any any making making any new resolutions? Well, probably not making any new resolutions. Actually, I take that back. Okay, I'm trying to be more intentional with myself and my time in the future, and move myself towards the things that I want to do, even if they're lofty goals. Just try to break it down step by step, and know that like each day I'm moving a little bit closer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That's that's good. You know, basically becoming more organized and and, and structured. You know, that's what, right. which is always which is always good thing. Yeah, man. Right. No real crazy plan. I feel like New Year's is always overhyped. You know, this is like back in the day. You know, going to you know, I still I still tickets to go to the club, club, and then we you know make sure you get the twelve o'clock drop and go mm-hmm. home at three o'clock in the morning and sleep and off I, the next day. And I still don't get how people sit there in Times Square in New York all day long waiting for that damn ball to drop. That in, in their diaper, peeing on themselves because you can't leave to go use the bathroom. No, nah, you cannot leave once you once you get your spot. You're that's it because if you leave, you lose your spot, bro. I don't. I don't. I still, you get your spot, your spot, and that's it. Dude, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how people sit there all day long in Times Square. Like, Jason, hype. Dude, I don't, and I've never done it. Refuse to do it. Never will do it. It's just, it's just crazy to me. But it's, uh, yeah. it's like when you get caught smoking cigarettes by your parents, and they like, yeah, you gonna smoke every single cigarette right here. You never <laughs> want to smoke another one again. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, but I'll probably, I'll probably just be in the crib, maybe walk around the neighborhood, see some fireworks. There's always fireworks going off around me, but you know what I mean. Right. Kind of have, right. have, have a glass of champagne, just kind of just chill outside mm-hmm. in front of the crib and. That's about it. Nothing too crazy for me. New, New Year's uh, Eve is starting to look more uh, uh, living roomish every year. Facts, facts, which I don't mind at all, bro. Don't mind it at all, bro. <laughs> um, got a lot to talk about here today. We're a little late this week, your folks. Sorry about that, but we're gonna get into where we have our usual NFL breakdown, a couple uh, uh, college football bowl game picks, and but but want to briefly start from the NBA. If you saw, I know I'll bet you put me onto this. LeBron James actually tweeted out, what was it? I think it was earlier, man, about halfway through the week mm-hmm. or like, or beginning of last week that he's suggesting that current NBA players should be allowed to enter the Hall of Fame. He said, quote, why do players have to be retired before going to the Hall of Fame? Coaches get in while still coaching, rightfully so. Wondering what's the difference, though. Um, it's basically surrounding because it, I, I get it though. Here, so as it stands currently, coaches must be fully retired for four full seasons, or must have coached as a full-time assistant or head coach on a high school, college, or professional level for a minimum of twenty-five years to be eligible for the Hall of Fame. Well, but for players like LeBron, they must be retired for four full seasons before becoming eligible for enshrinement into the Hall of Fame. And I think it's I I, I don't just kind of disagree, but I kind of on board with this if you're going to allow a current player we all know lebron james is going to be in the hall of fame one day it's obvious 
Okay. We knew before Michael Jordan retired, he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. We knew before like Tim Duncan retired, he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, Shaq, the guys like that. It's like, it's completely obvious. So why not? I have no, I wouldn't have no problem if they did that. I have no problem at all with this. Yeah, I'm, I understand where he's coming from. It's a valid point just on the timing. I can understand from a coaching aspect that like playing and coaching is different. Playing, usually when you're done, you're done. Coaching, they can bring you back. The coaching history has shown many times people become advisors. You know, a dude might be retired from coaching, but be on a staff and still get enshrined. That makes mm-hmm. sense. It all makes sense. I'm concerned that this is another focus on me situation coming from LeBron James, where it's just like, because his stats are ass and his team is not great. He want another thing to market because all LeBron has been doing since he moved to LA and before is the marketing of himself. Right. Again, which is what he should be doing in Los Angeles and which is fine. But again, taking away from the fact that he's a player, I want, I really just want him to retire and let it go and then become whatever, you know, car crash he's going to become. Because he's just going to, he seemed like the most idle hands is the plaything person where if he doesn't have basketball, he's going to get in a lot of trouble just being a character. Um, <laughs> you know, like trying to try, this man tried to patent Taco Tuesday. Yo, that was funny. That was funny. Everything is about him. And this is another like, oh, I'm a living, he just wants to be in LA talking about I'm a living legend. Bro, you want to be a legend? Go break an NBA record and win another championship. Because the real yeah. living legend who probably should be talked about is the other guy in LA and step uh, in California and Steph Curry, who's still doing it. LeBron did. Well, LeBron did break a record last. Remember that he was winning a uh, scoring um, ah, excuse me, the most points in NBA history. So, oh, fantastic, good for okay. him. Okay, I'm pretty sure they didn't do anything in that season as well, but that's fine. Yeah, that's you're fine. right. And he's third in uh, in his division currently. So I just feel like his focus needs to be on trying to perform at the highest level for his age. And it just seems to be his mouth is the thing that keeps going. Uh, another is, anecdote. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, this is the power. This is what, you know, the difference in the era, the diff- eras of basketball where social media comes into play. Cause he literally sent this tweet out and sent everyone into what frenzy we're talking mm-hmm. about here now. Whereas right. back in the nineties or early two thousands when Jordan and Kobe's and things like that played, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't, well, maybe he had better things to worry about. They were trying to win. He LeBron is losing me because he continues to not be. You know what? You know what? When you tell me somebody gets robbed or killed for for their LeBron James shoes, then I'll believe he's the mm. best. But the Bamas are still getting shot for Jordans right now, and he ain't <laughs> played a, a bounce of basketball in almost a decade. So yeah. just I need LeBron. Jor- Jordan's on. legacy is definitely barn barn. It's crazy it's to me. Crazy. He should focus on winning. He hasn't been able to successfully show he can win with just him and the team on his back because he's not that player anymore. He hasn't shown me he can win as a mental guy, bringing in the right people and supporting them. He brings in guys and tears them down. He created a scenario in Cleveland where Isaiah Thomas thought he could show up in the middle of the season and be another person barking at Kevin Love. You ain't deserve the respect to come and bark at Kevin Love. Mm. Kevin Love is the reason that this team is winning things. Mm. And then y'all all left and Kevin Love was still there. He's still so there. Last- Oh, no, he's in Miami now. He was there for a while, right? He right. signed a match contract to stay out there, match contract deal. So it's like, you know, he could, there's a toxicity of LeBron that LeBron sexuals won't talk about. And this is another, bro, focus I, on at, at first, I was, even when, even when he was in Cleveland, you know, when, when Kyrie left them, uh, but, but Kyrie's a whole other animal. But right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? But still, it's like, 
I, I get what you're saying, but I, there are reasons why players go to certain teams to go play with LeBron because he is that special of a talent. You know what I mean? He will go down as one of the greatest players of all time. I'm still not going to say he's the greatest. Some people will. That's fine. I'm not even going to get to that argument. You know, I'm tired of having that argument because it really right. doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, but there are reasons why. So I think you have to put some respect on it, that fact that there are literally guys who go, who went to Cleveland to just to play with LeBron, who right. went to Los Angeles just to play with LeBron. You know what I mean? To play with the the shadow figure of LeBron that we remember flying through the sky three out of four quarters when he was in Miami or in Cleveland. The mm. LeBron James that exists now, dudes don't want to come play with him. Hey, listen, I mean, I thought he was going to bring in Dame and Dame was like, mm. nah, I'm going to head out East with the actual young guy who's still controlling the game for his mm. team. Mm-hmm. Well, Le- LeBron is what now? He just turned 39 yesterday, I think. Just turned 39. Yeah, you know, so that plays a part, but he's still, but you have to admit though, for being 30, 39 years old, this dude is still balling out. He's still he, he refuses he, to be the point guard. He refuses to go and build a team and he should be the guy bringing along the next generation dude and be like, I'm a dish to him. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to give me all the attention, then I'm going to use that, and I'm going to feed every single person they're going to, but nah, he's too busy tearing dudes down and trying to find somebody But it, his ability to still perform at a high level like that is a testament to how much work he puts in, in his body, because I think it's Absolutely. been noted that he spends over a million dollars a year just on his physical training and fitness and you know health and things like that. That's that's Which is, I think, is phenomenal. You know How many players can really play that, at that level at that age? Bro, have you seen LeBron's feet? Oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what that's what happens when you run it up and down the court for you know for 20 some odd right. years you know what i mean right so Hopefully. but uh another and basketball news the detroit pistons were in the headlines not for anything good unfortunately they not only broke the single season losing record but they tied the philadelphia 76ers overall losing record which spanned over multiple seasons that's why at losing by losing 28 straight games which is crazy now they did eventually win i think it was just last night against the toronto oh, rappers oh, i just want to say one thing hey, a win is a win <laughs> they beat they beat the they beat toronto last night they finally got a dub um but man it's like is detroit just a bad bad sports city then they got me thinking about you know mm-hmm. the pistons last one nba finals in 2004 the Detroit, Detroit Lions just won their first divisional title since 1993. Okay, they've been bad since the day before forever. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. One hundred percent. The Tigers last won a World Series in 1984, and even the Detroit Red Wings haven't won a World uh, uh, a Stanley Cup in since 2008. It's just like and and now that the Detroit Pistons have this worse single season losing record at 27 and you know, it ties the overall record at 28 though and maybe you look at this now and out of the four major sports and all those four sports teams the detroit lions hold the record 0 and 16 in 2008 the detroit tigers in 2003 43 and 119 the 26.5 winning percentage worst record in the since 2000 these are all since the year 2000 and nhl the detroit red wings in 2019 17 49 and 5 but 23.9% percentage are a winning record, worse, yeah. than the, worse than the league. And now the Pistons, they're on pace to, in this 2023-2024 season, to finish 5-77, and 77, which would be a 6.1% winning percentage. That's what they're on pace for. So since the year 2000, all four major Detroit sports teams will hold the record for the worst single season uh, record. Detroit's a bad, I'm sorry. 
I was going to put Cleveland up there because the Cavs, even without LeBron winning that title, they were done anything. The Browns haven't done anything. They've never won on a uh, Super Bowl, never even been to a Super Bowl. They won NFL championships before they were called the Super Bowl. Right. Since that was the Jim Brown era. Right. The, the Cleveland Indians, now they're the uh, Cleveland Guardians, excuse me, haven't done anything forever. So, But I feel like Detroit is definitely one of the worst sports cities in America. Would you agree? I would agree. And it, it just, it used to not be the bad boy Pistons gave these guys hope the wings, the Detroit Red Wings gave these guys hope. Right. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and I don't that know. Was, that was the eighties and nineties. Right. Like I don't, and I, again, you know, you hope that there's progressivism and these guys keep pushing towards a new future, brighter future. But to be quite honest with you, if you've ever been to Detroit, it is not the Paris of the West that people intended it to be. It is just <laughs> decrepit, dilapidated, um, unlike other cities. And I think because of the history of it being a very largely like, black influential city um it just doesn't get the revitalization it deserves and, and it just feels like nothing can grow there you know uh, we think about matthew stafford's you know first time out the gate let me just go win the super bowl with la while i'm out of here i mean just insanity mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like he, he yeah the minute he gets out of detroit he wins the super bowl <laughs> i mean this is a this is a city that has crushed the hopes and dreams of multiple once they how does one team get two generational athletes to quit before the end of their prime? How? How terrible you, not only do you take Barry Sanders from the NFL, you mm -hmm. take Calvin Johnson too. Mm -hmm. Like not like what happens when you don't fix things? History repeats itself. They got to break the cycle because it is just terribly bad. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. I'll, I'll say this to the credit of this Detroit Pistons team. They're not getting blown out every night. They're not getting blown out every night. We mm -hmm. go back from, uh, We'll go back from Wednesday, October 25th, first game of the season until now. Mm -hmm. They lose by one, win by two, uh, or excuse me, win by 12, uh, win by 16, lose by 12, lose by nine, lose by nine, lose by 14. I mean, even until recently, there are losses where it's not even, you know, 128, 122 in overtime. Lose by six to Brooklyn one night. Lose mm -hmm. by nine to Brooklyn. It, they, they're not, they're not by 11 to Brooklyn. Yeah, they're not getting blown out by 25, 30 points every single night. They're in right. it. They're, they're in, in it. it. And it's yeah. like, I can well, I can respect that resolve at least. That they're yeah, fighting. The, the only, I, I would say the only two games that they really did to get were the Milwaukee and Philadelphia, and Philadelphia right. games of recent. Other than right. that, they're pretty... You know, okay, right. Orlando, okay, they kind of they they lost by thirty, they lost by thirty two right. there, okay, uh, but Cleveland eleven, you know, you know Grizzlies, Pacers sports. got them by Pacers got them by twenty three, right? Like you got, I'll give them that. Toronto got them by twenty nine, you know, like those the games are in there, but for the most part, this team isn't out here just like laying over. Like these guys are fighting, they're just losing, and it mm -hmm. sucks when you're in that rub. But it, but if you keep working, it's gotta be it, it's gotta be rough in that locker room. Even, even after the win last night against Toronto, it's like, oh, wow, we got another win. Now we're three and 29 on the season. It's uphill battle. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we go up from here, right? Like, oh, right, exactly. it's like, dude, what do you, as a coach, we got, I know we got to move on, but as a coach, what do you even say to your team like this? And now this is Herman, a, you used to be a coach, man. What do you say? Money like, like this. I, you know, honestly, what, what can you, what more kill do you say? Like, all right, guys, listen. Go, just go do your best. Just go, just go out there and play. Just honestly, just just go out there and play. Do what you can do. Keep keep fighting. We'll we'll try, we'll we'll get we'll get we'll get one. We'll get one. And right. that's it. It's like 
you cannot be truly, truly motivated to be and have, think you're going to be successful in this type of in this type of environment because it's just not the case, and it's unfortunate. You know, Monty Williams, you know, leaving Phoenix. Now he's in Detroit as this as the head coach here of the of the Pistons. Oh, that's a rough. It's a it's a it's a rough. It's a rough uh, go around. It's a that's a that's that's what you call a one eighty. That's what you call yeah. a one eighty. Going yes, from guys with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, you know, and now you got this team who lost twenty straight, twenty eight straight games. Life comes Ooh. at you quick. Yeah, life comes at you real quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get it. Let's keep. Let's keep it going. Uh, Obed, college football. We're heavy in the bowl games. Um, fortunately, Penn State lost that Peach Bowl yesterday. Georgia blew the doors off of Florida State. Now, this is what people will, were afraid of. I will not offer a retraction. I will not offer a retraction. But, but half the damn Florida State team opted out of the game. Oh, yeah. So we had that. So I think the yeah. win becomes comes with an asterisk. Right. However, this is what people were worried about. Why they didn't want to put Florida State in the college football playoff? Because they didn't have their starting quarterback because he got injured. And I think this could have still happened. Not saying it would have, but it yeah. could have still happened even if Florida State was in. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Georgia just lit up the scoreboard, you know, beat the beat, beat the brakes off them. However, you know, that's the case. It is what it is. Yeah. But I'm like, damn. Now we've got their college football playoff games coming up. Obviously, the Rose Bowl, number four, Alabama versus number one, Michigan, and the Sugar Bowl, number three, Texas, number two, Washington. I'm saying Alabama and Texas. That's where I'm going. I'm going with a rematch from what happened earlier in the year where Texas beat Alabama. And I'm and I'm gonna go with Alabama for the winning national championship. Nick Saban will bring this Crimson Tide team back to the hilltop where they've been for numerous times. They know they won, you know, Georgia won the past two seasons. I think uh, Alabama won the year before that. Alabama all the way. That's my pick. Alabama over Michigan, Texas over Washington, and Alabama wins a national title. Excuse me, pardon me. Um I'm just going to echo your sentiments there because I, the only thing that could happen to Alabama is that they falter. They don't run the ball well, mm-hmm. right? They, they are unable to break this, this uh, uh, defense that is Michigan. Um, and I think Michigan, and, Michigan runs the ball extremely well. Right. And so there's not going to be a lot of ball to go around. So you better be decisive. These Alabama teams that goes three and out and doesn't move the ball well until like the last waiting moments of a game. If that team shows up, they will not win. Mm-hmm. But this is Alabama's time of the year where they have always been locked in, right? Mm-hmm. Now, there's something to be said when a team feels like it's their destiny. And Michigan feels like an FU season Michigan destiny team, right? Like it's kind of scary that they're still alive because the only thing that can be done to this team is that they lose. And that's what people want. Because mm-hmm. they don't like what happened with all the 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 scandal as far mm-hmm. as like them stealing plays and stuff like that, but clearly right, right, that right. could be what is it what it is. Um, yeah, man, this is this is lock in time. This is lock in time. They both got pretty uh, evenly matched quarterbacks. It's going to come down to who's going to make plays on the ground and hold the ball to the last second. Um, but if there was a team that could turn it on in this time of year and go get the dub because they have the mindset and they have the hit pedigree, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do see Texas over Washington. Uh, and then the winner of the, I think the winner of the the Alabama-Michigan game wins uh, the championship. Yeah, even if Washington does beat Texas, I think you're right. Alabama, the winner of the Alabama-Michigan win will win the national championship. And Washington is loaded 
Uh, Michael Penix Jr., Heisman, a Heisman candidate, you know, threw for over 4,000 yards, only right. 33 touchdowns, only, only nine picks. So right. it's going to be a good one there. But I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Texas. Uh, like I said, Alabama, Texas in a rematch, and Alabama, Alabama gets the victory there. Uh, let's get into the NFL, do a quick week 16, week, excuse me, week 16 recap. We're about to start week 17 here in mm-hmm. a few minutes. So, um, so let's talk about the one of the one of the uh, high or high profile profile games of last week: Dallas at Miami. Dallas coming up short, twenty two to twenty. Uh, the Dolphins uh, getting that dub. Two attack of Leo with three for two ninety three, and a and a touchdown. Um, you know, and uh, surprisingly enough, Miami didn't need to run the ball as much with Raheem Mostert. Only eleven carries, forty six yards. David Anchan only seven carries, twenty four yards. There, um, you know, Miami just kind of controlled the game as needed. Um, Dak was, you know, was decently efficient. Uh, I, I, I was, I, I, I thought my, I mean, I thought Dallas could get this victory, but shout out to Miami for coming up with the win. What, what's your takeaway from this, uh, little bet and why, why, what's wrong with Dallas? They're, they still can't win on the road. They, they're struggling on the road so much more. Yeah. I mean, you know, they started to come alive at the end of the game last week. Um, and you know, it, it, that game was winnable, right? Even though they only got it to 20 to 22, that Miami came out too far ahead by the fourth uh, and just kind of coasted, right? Played the, mm-hmm. played the lead. Um, Raheem Mostert is injured and they still found a way to get him a bunch of carries and effective big plays. Um, CD Lamb was out there. Dak was out there slinging. I mean, missed 12 passes, but, you know, 253 and two tutties against these guys, no picks, you know, clean game so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They just... I don't like dome teams on the road. I will say this. I don't like dome teams on the road outside in the elements. It was as a Patriots fan, something I lived for whenever we held the highest seed in the AFC and Peyton had to come play us because it's something about teams that practice outside are way harder, way tougher than teams that play inside. Um, That being said, uh, you know, I think there's still some, there's still some fight in Dallas. Dallas might get some luck every now and again, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, this is these are some good games that we're going to watch, and we're going to see some things go down to the wire. Uh, now, I, I have a question for you: Should we now take the Dolphins more serious because we said they couldn't beat? I was emphatic about talking about how they couldn't mm-hmm. beat the real team. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like they got a W on a real team tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously that was my point. I think going into last week, you know, that was their first test. Now they have another test this week against Baltimore. Uh, they're going to be playing later today on the next, what, 30, 30, 35 minutes. Um, and then and then they got Buffalo the week after that. If Miami can win these next two games, then, yeah, we have to. Even if they – or if they if they beat Baltimore today somehow, which I'm not sure if they will. We're, we're going to talk about that game here in a second. But if they can beat Baltimore today, then, yeah, we got to take them serious for sure. I think they're on – they're trending in that path of being a, a serious, actual, legitimate contender. Because you said you were on the train about, you know, they haven't really beaten any big opponents, which right. is true. Right. Okay, I get it. You're not Dallas with an actual defense, not having the injuries that they had through the course of the year, I wonder. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah, they're trending on that path. Like I said, today was going is to is a test for sh- absolutely, and then next week another one too. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Las Vegas' defense came up big in the win over Kansas City, beating the, the Raiders beat the Chiefs. 20 to 14. Like I said, the, it was the defense scored two defensive touchdowns within seven seconds in the second quarter of last week. It was insane. Um, the, yeah, literally, the Raiders offense did absolutely nothing. Aiden O'Connell only threw for a nine of 21 for 62 yards. Uh, and 
Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs could not beat this team when the quarterback only threw for 62 yards. That is a testament to how poor, how much different this offensive looks this year. Now, remember, people worry about their, the Chiefs offense last year after losing Tyree Kill in the offseason. They wanted to win the damn Super Bowl. So we're like, all right, cool. Chiefs are fine. Right. But this year, it's just bad. You was Juju Smith that much had that much of an impact last year or something? Because these receivers still don't know what they're doing with the football, still can't make certain plays. Um, I don't know if Travis Kelsey is jinxed by having having the T Swifty in the house now. I don't know what it is, but the Chiefs don't look the same. They you look stale. They look tell. like they lack Eric Bieniemy. You mm, very good point. That's that was the one factor that's different, a big factor that's different from last year. It looks like Todd Haley is calling the plays, and we know we don't like Todd Haley's play call. <laughs> um, and you can you can tell Mahomes is frustrated. You can tell, you can just see all over his face. What's more likely to happen, Obed? The Chiefs lose in the first round or they make the AFC conference title game? I think it's more likely they lose in the first round because they're on the outside looking in and have to go on the road somewhere. And, you know, they're losing home games. Mm. They're losing home games now with T Swift in the in the stands. Mm. Yeah, I don't how do I trust you to go on the road? Well, if they win their division, they should probably they're probably gonna win their division. They'll have a they'll have a home playoff game. Remember okay. that. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So they'll get their home playoff game. They'll get their one game. So then maybe it is more likely that you have to take them going to the AFC championship game because I don't see them in a in a must have it playoff game. I think they're gonna take the remove the veil, call the plays they know they need to be calling that they don't want to put on tape all season long. But like you said, the they, work. they're losing, they're even losing at home to a Raiders team who can't even throw for a hundred yards. I mean, know? they so, only got, they only gave, had six receptions from Rasheed Rice. I don't even know how many, uh, tar- oh, he had 12 targets. Oh yeah. They'd okay. I changed that up. They probably would lose because <laughs> I was waiting for them to start peppering Rasheed Rice with targets, let him sit into that wide receiver one role until, uh, until Mike Evans comes over, if he wants to play in the cold. Um, but I just, you know, you're getting targets to Rich, Richie James. There is no trust in Marquez Valdez scaling. He is earning the most money running wind sprints at the professional level right now. Um, they look bad. They need to be retooled. They need, I mean, Isaiah Pacheco going out of the game in the middle of the game. He is injured. Mm-hmm. He started the year with a tort with a, a labor a post labrum surgery, and you could visibly see his other shoulder just being smaller and arm mm-hmm. being small. Like he just wasn't ready to play. Okay. And he's, now he's still gutting out a thousand yard season. Um, yeah, man, I don't like Kansas City. Looks soft, man. I pick them. I picked them this week. I'm just gonna say that, but they look oh, yeah. soft, man. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not the same team. What they it's were not the same team. Not the same team at all. Um, lastly, let's quickly break down the Baltimore dominating victory over the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I did not see this coming. I thought Baltimore may have a chance. They went by three or seven, you know, not, not like this. You know, I, I did I did not see this going coming at all. Um, Baltimore just flat out, you know, like I said, they, the one by four, they were up by 21 going into the fourth quarter. I mean, wow. It's, it really goes to show you why, I mean, Everyone picked had San Francisco as their number one team in the NFL. I, I mean, me, my, me myself, even after they lost three straight games, like I said they're still the best team in the NFL. They're still the best team in the NFL. Those three games meant absolutely nothing because they had people injured. But this is where you see you cannot count people out, and you should not. We, we need to put more respect on Lamar Jackson's name. This guy is having an MVP caliber season. He's probably going to win the damn award. This will be his second MVP trophy. 
Mind you. I don't think he deserves it. I'm sorry. I don't think he deserves I, I didn't it. say he deserved it. I said he was probably going to win it, okay? <laughs> and there's a difference. But he's now the Baltimore Ravens have the best record in football at 12 and 3. They, you, we beat, they beat what we all consider their best team in football. Now, again, these are, I think, are legit. This is a legitimate victory because the San Francisco had Brock Purdy out there. They had Christian McCaffrey out there. They had George Kittle. They had Debo Samuel out there. Are we are we are we now saying that the Baltimore or should we should we now say that the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the NFL? I'm not ready to make that statement. Um, while you know, I have to attribute the fact that they were playing from behind that the stats are what they are. But they got a hundred out of George Kittle. They got a hundred out of Brandon Ayuk. They couldn't get Debo going, mm-hmm. and Debo plays such a big part in what they wanted to be able to do that I can understand why. I'm not saying they threw this game away because Brock Purdy can't be playing pitch and catch to the tune of four interceptions with the defense. Um, Facts. But but this was, I think they needed, one, they needed to be humbled. And being losing to the Baltimore Ravens on West Coast time uh, is very humbling. Now, I'm not, I'm not, like you said, with the three losses in a row, I'm not ready to panic, but there aren't enough games left for you to have three losses in a row and get it out of your system. So uh, this is, this is the come to Jesus moment. Um, <laughs> we gonna, uh, uh, now, Sherman, do, do you feel like Brock Purdy was out there enough? Uh, I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if maybe there's mm. some things they're, they're looking at. Yeah, some is underlying this, issue, maybe. Right. Like, are we... Do we expect to see? I, I, uh, I, I honestly, I think he just got they, they just got beat by okay. a, a team that just played better than him. I think this happened. I think people kind of sometimes jump into conclusions when a player or an athlete is performing at at, a, at a such a good high level, and all of a sudden one game or one match or whatever it may be, or one instance that they mm-hmm. just kind of you know uh, crap the bed, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, if something is an issue, no. Sometimes there you have those games, yeah, you know. True. You know, Jordan had games where he only put up 15 points. You know, he shot poorly. Um, mm-hmm. Gretzky didn't score a goal in every single game he played. Right. You, right. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, you know, Shaq didn't always always dominate in the paint. You know, sometimes he so, came up Tom, short. Tom Brady has thrown an interception in the last minute of the game when you thought he was going to throw a touchdown. There you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. didn't, and Tom Brady didn't win every single Super Bowl he appeared in. You know, right. athletes just sometimes you just have a you have a bad game. You know, there have been baseball players who will go and go 0 for 4 with four strikeouts in a game, and the next game they hit two home runs. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? True. true. That, it, it just happens. Alex so, Rodriguez, I feel like, had a year like that where the most thing he was known for was slapping a ball out of the first baseman's hand. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't hitting, that, he wasn't hitting right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, I think everyone needs to kind of pump the brakes a little bit on Purdy. Yes, he had a bad game through four interceptions. Okay. Move on. Let's go. I mean, the San Francisco, there's obviously they already won their division. They're getting their home playoff game. That's fine. They're trying to still lock up the number one seed in the NFC. It is what it is. They'll be okay. Um, Like I said, sometimes the 49ers win a possible Super Bowl rematch. That's the thing. Uh, Neutral site, obviously. Well, West Coast, it it is in in Vegas. It's no Jacoby Um, Jones on the special teams. Uh, return touchdown in the Super Bowl. Okay, mm-hmm. it's no Joe Flacco throwing. Oh, sorry, I, and you I, met a Super Bowl rematch of this game. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Niners will not have Colin Kaepernick out there. Um, uh man, can the if these two teams met up at this year's Super Bowl, I'm still gonna go with San Fran. Giving Kyle Shanahan two weeks from the you know the NFC title game to the Super Bowl to prepare for this Baltimore Ravens team and Lamar Jackson. Oh. 
stop it stop it look what he look what he did with um jimmy garoppolo a few just years back against, against Emmanuel Kansas Sanders City. is wide open. Just hit him and we go. Jimmy home. G hits just that hit one pass. Wide that open. that, that yeah. pass to Sanders. Niners won the Super Bowl. It's a done deal. So we have to, Jimmy G is on a on a float. Talk about him going to Disney World. <laughs> Facts. You know what I mean? And he probably and he Jimmy G, Jimmy G probably doesn't get traded either. Mm. If Jimmy G wins that Super Bowl again, first against Kansas City, you can't it, trade him. You can't trade him. You, you can't, can't trade him. him. He finally made it work. That everything that led up to that was him or, building to, or even so, you don't draft Trey Lance. You absolutely don't draft Trey Lance. That's it. That never that's happens. It. That they that never, never they never move up to 100%. draft Trey Lance. You keep yeah. it and you stack that team. Right. That whole debacle never happens. If Jimmy right. G wins that Super Bowl. Oh, I see this nice wide receiver I want to get because I'm not excited about Brandon Ayuk. But then Brandon Ayuk turns around. You have another. You might have Smith, Jackson Smith and Jigba. You mm. might, it might be, you know what I mean? It might be Jackson Smith and Jigba, Brandon Ayuk out of the doghouse, Debo Samuel healthy and running again, and Christian McCaffrey if he just makes one pass. Let's not rewrite the history books here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do yeah, that. Yeah, we don't need to go back. But yeah, <laughs> I, I would look forward to this matchup again if it happens in the Super Bowl. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, Quickly before we move on to you, right, you mad. Obviously, one of the biggest headlines of this past week in the NFL was Russell Wilson uh, getting benched. By the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton, head coach of the Broncos, saying that you know, it was a business decision, the skills, you know, whatever the turn for the team, and be, or it was about the play calling, or not play calling, excuse me, about winning football games, you know, about being in the best, best position to win. Well, it turns out Sean Payton's a goddamn liar. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, because it was Russell Wilson made it very clear that in their bye week. The management came to him and said that if he does not restructure his contract, he was going to be benched for the remainder of the year. And guess what? He got benched for the remainder of the season. So it's it's noted by saying that Russell Wilson has already had $39 million guaranteed for 2024, but he has an additional $37 million that would be guaranteed if he can't pass a physical by early March. Which is to me is is to me is just insane. Okay, yeah, yeah. so he already, he's already getting thirty nine million dollars guaranteed in twenty twenty four. He might not even be on the damn team. Okay, but yeah. look at his salary for the next four years after twenty twenty five thirty seven million, twenty twenty six forty million, twenty twenty seven forty five, and then in twenty twenty eight he would get fifty million dollars. Oh, I get it. Why they're trying to restructure his damn deal? I understand it, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But man, you know, and this is a guy who. We some because the Denver Broncos have not been successful. We're keep we're putting him down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's having almost as good of numbers as some of the guys like Lamar Jackson is. I'll give you this really quick, and I'll let you chime in here. Please, please go. Yeah, Russell Wilson will finish the season with three thousand seventy yards, twenty eight touchdowns, eight interceptions, and a sixty six four point four completion percentage and a ninety eight percent passer rating. MVP favorite Lamar Jackson will finish with 3357 uh, yards. So before 500 more yards. Okay. No, it's going to be 300 more yards. Just 300 more yards. That's, you know, okay. It's an entire game worth of mm-hmm. passing. Okay. 19 touchdowns, nine less than Russell. Seven interceptions, only one less than Russell. Okay. A 664, 4.3 completion percentage, but pretty much the same. And 97.2 pass rate, pretty much the same. So there's only real difference is that. Russell has nine more touchdowns and 300 less yards than Lamar. Lamar Jackson's MVP candidate, and Russell Wilson's getting benched. Explain it to Again, me a little bit. We did talk about it is a financial thing. 
there might be a level of disrespect there. You know, there might be a level of not really actually trying to work with him. Mm -hmm. What there should, what the conversation needs to be about is how much we have disrespected Russell Wilson and not, he has that absolute dog in him. He has my respect. He didn't talk about this in the media. He didn't say anything until it got released. I think by like Peter mm -hmm. Schultz, I can't remember who released it, but, but yeah, he's, that, he is an absolute professional. I'm not just professional. Put his head down and went to work. Mm -hmm. And won mm -hmm. big games, won mm -hmm. big games against Kansas mm -hmm. City, won big games. People were just like writing him off for. Wow. And to think the entire time he's like the 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 emotion of knowing that there's nothing that they can do to you. They're already going to come and take you out of the game anyways. So why not go win a couple of these games and make mm -hmm. them mad? Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Do you know that Russell Wilson accounts for the highest percentage of the team's offensive touchdowns this season? <laughs> Jalen Hurts is 83%. Ash Allen's 85. Russell Wilson, 88 Leads the, the only the only go is Russell goes. How about that? The only go is Russell goes. And now it's, the it's yeah. Sorry, coach has come out. Coach has come out and said that he was not involved in that conversation and doesn't know like what you know the decision. <laughs> like, the, the, right, Bull. right. Bull. Bull. And Bull. said that this this come decision on. was made in the interest of winning games. Um. Okay. Stop well, it. let's let's see how many games he win with Jared. Jared Siddham. Come on. Let's see if the team gets Jared Siddham is better than Russell Wilson. Stop it. How well known do you think that this story was? What happens to this team if they did this and it was a closed door conversation between them and him and these guys were expecting to go to war with him today and he's not going out there? I wonder what the Denver Broncos are going to look like today. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad for sure. No. Um, quickly, let's get to our next segment. You write, you mad, Obed. Um, gonna, I got a bold one for you, Obed. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Baker Mayfield should be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting quarterback long-term. I don't know what long-term means, but Sherman, uh, you're right. <laughs> uh, it's so hard. I mean, long-term for him could be I like would a say, two or three-year deal. I would say know? a four, three to four-year deal. Right. And three so to the next like, three to four years. And honestly, I mean, I just, it the wheels haven't fallen off yet. It It looks like, it looks like competent, football you know mm -hmm. what i mean like i'm not gonna say he's out here remaking the wheel but he's he's playing well mm -hmm. he's he's mm -hmm. not turning the ball over tremendously like he has he's not the he's now to the benefit of him that's him with mike evans if mike evans leaves after this year what is he going to look like mm -hmm. right you know? right um, yeah he's got mike evans he's got chris godwin i get it but the right. tampa bay buccaneers are on our four game winning streak uh baker mayfield is is in the top 15 in, in passing yards. He's in the yeah. top 10 in total in, in passing touchdowns. He's only got eight interceptions on the season. Yeah. I mean, again, let's not, let's not get overblown. We're talking about a injured Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, uh, Jordan Love, who is terrible in Green Bay, uh, Atlanta with no identity because of who their coaching is and their quarterback, and Carolina mm. abysmally bad, right? Mm. Only lost by seven to Garden Minshew in the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know how good relatively he is, but he has commanded the team and gone through that schedule, beating a lot of bad teams in bad situations. Mm -hmm. That being said, I don't know. I've heard, I've seen a play, the Kyle Trask passing uh, in practice. Just sign him long-term, figure it out in the draft. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Now, Sherman, I have a question for you. You write you mad. Russ to Atlanta could be just what the Falcons need. Um... Oh, Ben, for the purpose of the question, I will say you right, but I'm not necessarily sure they go after the Falcons go after Russ because I thought before that it could be uh, 
if Lamar if Lamar Jackson I wanted Lamar so yeah, bad. Right. And I I said this earlier in the year that yeah, before Lamar is having this MVP year. Mm-hmm. Now he's having this MVP caliber season. I, he's going to probably stay in Baltimore long. Okay. Sure. But yeah. I thought Atlanta would go after him. I also think that Atlanta could possibly move up in the draft and get Caleb Williams. I could see that happening. That, I that, that's, that's, I think, is a possibility. Okay? okay. So that's why I say that. Now, can they, should they go, could they potentially try to get Russell Wilson and get a veteran QB to play with, you know, uh, Drake London and Kyle Pitts and things like that? Yes, because having a, putting a rookie QB in there with these young guys, granted, you have this, you'll have these, um, these teammates, you know, together paired up for a long term, mm-hmm. but it's not going to help them progress as much as, as it would with a veteran Super Bowl winning quarterback like Russell Wilson. That's why I say it. So that's why I say you're right. So they could, they could use Russell. Absolutely. But I can, I can foresee them moving up in the draft to go after Caleb Williams. I would think that, I think that's a solid move. Honestly, you want to get a young guy in there. You have a bunch of other young guys and on that rookie contract, knowing that you're going to make the decision to pay either Pitts or London, I believe they're going to pay London and let Pitts walk and let the offense be London, another young wide receiver, Bijan Robinson and the quarterback. Mm. I think that's absolutely fine. Maybe they finally open it up. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's get into our week 17 game day picks, Obed. Uh, I know we were a little late this week, but uh, uh, off the year, we both did pick Cleveland in that Thursday night matchup, got the victory there. Yeah. Um, we did, unfortunately, also pick Dallas to win. Oh, no, Dallas did win, but Dallas did win. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, we, but we don't, um, so we'll, we'll get them that one there as well, too. That was that was wild. I know we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that, probably that game next, well, next week's on the yeah. show, or later this week, so we'll skip that for now. Yeah. Um, but this this today, New England at Buffalo, obviously got to go with the Bills here. The Bills need to win out to win the division. Hopefully Miami will lose today. And they got the big matchup next week with, between the Bills and the Dolphins for the divisional title. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. Buffalo. I'm also going to go Buffalo. I think it's a big win for them to get back, get a right, a possible get right game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta at Chicago. We just talked about Atlanta there. Um, I'm going to go Chicago, actually. I, I wanted to go Atlanta, but mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to go with the Bears. Yeah, I just... Feel like the, the Atlanta wants to come alive and try to show that they can do a few things here or there, but it is at Chicago. I haven't checked the weather at Chicago. I just mm. I don't know. I'm not a big believer in, in Justin Fields. Yeah, I and, and I've been high on him for a while since ever since he came in the league, even before that, even from his yeah. high school days. I've followed him. Uh I still nice. think he can play ball. I still you just gotta give him the tools to be successful. Um, Las Vegas and Indianapolis. I'm going with the Raiders. Antonio Pierce, I think, deserves to be that permanent head coach uh, because he really turned this team around. Um, we all, I already, I said it numerous times. Josh McDaniels was not meant to be a head coach, and he proved it. And look at Antonio Pierce is doing the exact opposite of what McDaniels was doing with the exact same team. So just kind of do the things you would have done on the field as an actual player because you've okay. seen the game enough. Facts, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Raiders in this one. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Raiders all the way. The Los Angeles Rams at the New York football giants. Yep. Obviously got to go with the Rams here. Uh, giants are just bad. They're good. They're, are they going to go with uh, Tyrod Taylor today? Are they, is, is Tyrod Taylor getting the start for their I'm ready. For, I'm pretty, I'm ready for to God Taylor. I'm ready for the God. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause T- Tommy DeVito got benched. I don't know if it was the right move or not, but whatever it is what it is. Um, Sometimes you just have too much. Sometimes it's too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Tyrod will get the start. But so, but either way, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Rams. Oh, Ben. Yep, I'm honored with that. I agree with that one. I think the Rams are playing really well. I love what I've been seeing out of Matthew Stafford. Yep. Uh, Arizona at Philadelphia. Obviously, gonna go with the Eagles here. Uh, Eagles had a get right game last week. They finally won it uh, last week against the Giants. We just talked about there. So Eagles again here. 
I'm, I'm picking the Eagles in the Boomer Bowl. We've got a couple of OU quarterbacks that are going to go at it, but uh, I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. San Francisco to Washington. San Francisco, we talked about it coming off that bad beat against the Ravens, uh, that beat down, excuse me, but to San Francisco, San Francisco wins by 20 in this one. Yeah, absolutely. I did. This is another uh, get right opportunity with against a bad team. Sam Howell's playing because Jacoby Brissett is out. So that means mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin's going to be a ghost and they're going to get swamped. Carolina at Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville, oh, I forgot Jacksonville doesn't have Trevor Lawrence. They're going to go with CJ Beathard. That is right. Hmm. Oh, I'm still going to go with the Jaguars. I'm still going to go with the Jaguars. Carolina's terrible. So that's, with the so that's the thing. I think I'm going to go with the Jags just because, like, I wouldn't pick Carolina in anything. So, yeah. yeah. You know. All right. Fair enough. Miami had a Baltimore. We just talked about both teams. Big matchup. Dolphins will be without Raheem Molster. Dolphins will be without Jalen Waddle. That's too much to overcome. Yeah. Baltimore all the way. In a, at a home. I mean, it'd be different if Miami was at a home, but I'm going to give it to Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee at Houston. Tennessee Titans are bad. The CJ Stroud is back for the Texans. So I'm going to go with Houston. I'm also going to go with Houston with CJ Stroud back. I just, again, Tennessee. What? Will Levis? Uh, come on. Love, yeah. Pittsburgh at Seattle. Uh, Mason Rudolph, he had a decent game last week, but I don't think he can do it again, uh, especially with that 12th man in Seattle. So let's go Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to go with Seahawks in this one late game. Um, even though the Seahawks have been a little banged up, I don't know what's going on with DK Metcalf's back. But, you know, again, when you have Jackson Smith and Jigba, you have people that can catch the ball. You're going to be okay on offense. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos. Talked about the Denver Broncos repeatedly. Uh, this is a bad matchup. No Justin Herbert for the Chargers. No Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Uh, Easton Sick is terrible. Jared Stidham is terrible. I'm literally just picking Denver because they're at home. That's my only reason for picking Denver here. I'll 100% pick them for the same reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cincinnati at Kansas City, a rematch of the past two AFC Championship games, I believe. Um, Chiefs got to get right in this one. Have to. Um, they should. They should. They should be able to beat Jake Browning and the Bengals. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. There's no where they would be completely flatlining if they couldn't come out here and do this. And there's no way this is an angry Kansas city game. Please do not have Taylor Swift at the game. Focus on football, please go get the W. And in last but not least Sunday night tonight, green Bay at Minnesota. Uh, I got to go with the pack. Minnesota just lost um, TJ Hawkinson. Didn't they They to a torn ACL and MCL last Mm -hmm. week? Yeah. So, so many, so many injuries for the Vikings. And I think they're going with rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall at, at today as well too to get the start so goodness gracious yeah they, they're they're decimated on defense uh offensively uh as far as injuries so i'm going with the packers i'm also gonna go with the packers i just can't imagine uh i hate the packers but we're gonna go with it just run <laughs> screw it all right well uh folks that is gonna do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment on this new year's rocking eve as they would say um Ooh. Oh, Ben, any last words for the people? Any last words for 2023 before we head out of here? Put down your dream board. Make your goals. Go out there. Have a good night. Make a good time. Have Pop some champagne. Yes, Toast sir. to the fact that you made it to 2023. Scott clean, and you're going to go get dirty in 2024. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it. Uh, well, folks, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. We appreciate you joining in as always. We thank you for listening in 2023. Look forward to even more impactful 2024. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Enjoy the night. Take care. Have a good one. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.